The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome into the show, a Tuesday edition here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton and JP Plant. Welcome you in. It is certainly going to be a fun week of high school sports coverage and more and we are excited to get started before we do that i want to say good morning to you guys in the studio as i'm still at home so uh how's it going fellas it's going i'm good we're i'm good so it's it's a little bit better looking day today than it was yesterday and we're we're off to a, a better start than we were yesterday, so um, life is good here on Tuesday. Obviously, want to welcome our listeners down in Franklin County on WZYX the Eagle this morning as well, so um, good morning to you guys. Yeah, I've got some, I've got some, uh, some shade in my back patio slash courtyard here, so clearly there's some sun out somewhere. You, you are That's correct nice to see. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can, I can actually see it because I can see out the window because <laughs> I'm, I'm in your seat. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. I, windows. I may, I may actually, just, I may lose that seat before it's over. Who knows? Hey, ah, we'll be oh. <laughs> some some statute of uh, not limitation, but um, yeah. Once you sit in it, what five days in a row, it, it there bequeaths to you, I guess. <laughs> kind of that snooze you lose, yep. kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, no. that that may be that may be the real key there. It's like a yeah. Uh, I, I will be back at some point. Sorry, guys. That's a uh, yeah. That's a little, it's a little too heavy. Tried to put my my phone here on my on my uh, microphone and it's Your just not working for us this morning. Yeah, so, yeah. You got a new one that actually comes with the boom arm attached, right? I mean, the, with the uh, phone holder. Yeah, there's an attachment for a phone holder, but when you, this phone is really heavy, uh, especially with the, the case on it. Yeah. So, and then of course I don't have like a regular microphone. I have this Yeti microphone, so it's mm-hmm. super heavy too. So, yeah, it's not great. Um, that's okay. Not a big deal. Make it work. Make it work. Well, you still got uh, antlers coming Facebook. out of your head, so that's good. I do ha- I do have antlers coming out of look. my head. Like and uh, <laughs> We are on Facebook Live. If you want to see my antlers, um, you can see behind me there. I do have – I think it's supposed to be like coral or something. Coral? But, yeah, like – not the color, but like you know the 
the substance like what you would see yeah like what's under the off the reef in yeah, australia and so etc yeah. huh i think that's what it's supposed to be now i don't know i wouldn't have guessed that now i you know I, I don't pretend to think that it's truly antlers, but uh, more tree branches is what I think <laughs> if I had no to pinpoint idea. something. But I would not have guessed coral. Well, they're painted the color of antlers, which is why I, yeah. I'm going with antlers. Now, that's not the uh, – speaking of Australia, by the way, Mo, you may not have heard this. Uh, wow. But, by the way, there is – and if Coach Dickinson is listening, in Winfield, Alabama yesterday, a kangaroo is on the loose in oh, Winfield, wow. Alabama. You're right. I did not hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this may be the greatest thing that's ever happened in, in that area. Um, <laughs> wow. I mean, a, folks, a, little, a little preview to Wild and Wacky Wednesday a day early. I like it. Oh. Uh, no doubt. Folks are chasing this thing around. I, I wish you guys could see the video. They're, they're just chasing it around town, and it's going. It's hopping down, up and down back streets, and, and folks are just, just driving behind it. video. And well, do, you, like, do you feel like if we Google kangaroo Winfield, Alabama, it would come up? <laughs> I don't think you'd even need to qualify with a city. I think if you put kangaroo, kangaroo in Alabama, it's coming it's up. It's coming up. Okay. <laughs> so you're thinking it's probably the only kangaroo right now running wild in Alabama? In Alabama. Is that, is that your guess, Chris? I, 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 Highly likely, highly likely. <laughs> it's so wild, though. I mean, apparently he was a this king. I say he. I don't know if it's a he or she or what. Um, the kangaroo uh, was a pet of someone's, and the person mm. from uh, from whom it escaped <laughs> says you have to catch it by its tail. Oh. And I'm like, okay, but no, have you no, you have to catch like it boxing? by its tail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh man kangaroo's I, gone wild was, huh it was no doubt uh really really odd thing to to come across on my on my timeline because again <laughs> i mean I, all of my friends down in alabama are sharing this thing because this is one county over from like where i'm from this is not far away so <laughs> folks are just it, it's it's nuts but uh yeah, anyway, sorry, the, the coral in Australia and the kangaroo, it was a whole thing. Um, <laughs> got off track a little bit there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Do you guys have breakfast this morning? No. Uh, I, I, had, no I did. I had a, a little snack on my drive-in, so yeah, feel good. That's good. Coffee? I did not with it. either. Yep. But but let me tell you what we did last night. This is gonna, mm-hmm. You guys are going to love this because, again, it's – we if we don't talk about food on this show, what are we even doing here? That's true. Um, so Sarah and I like to get these viral TikTok recipes and try them. So we bought one of those mini waffle makers from Walmart. They're like eight bucks. You know what I'm talking about? They're just tiny waffle makers. Okay. Have you seen them? I, no. Okay. I haven't well, seen them, but I mean, we have a regular sized waffle maker at home. I'm sure you could make this work too, but th- yep. this works a little bit better for what we're trying to do. So we took canned biscuits and yeah. we halved them, right? Mm, okay. Put the put the biscuit down on the one side, cooked down some um uh, some of the like apples with cinnamon and sugar and brown sugar and butter okay. and and then we put that inside the biscuit and then put the other half of the biscuit on top of it mm. pushed it down and made waffle apple pies hello oh my man dude <laughs> fantastic stuff wow <laughs> yeah that's um 
That sounds, no, that there's, sounds there's pretty Charlie. close. By the way, we have a Charlie sighting if you're watching on Facebook. Charlie sighting. Well, Look at her. Oh, boy. Oh, she's so precious. <laughs> We're trying really hard to. She's, she's, she's out. Just out. <laughs> completely asleep. Good for her. <sighs> and I was like, why didn't so you do like that last the, night? Right. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> at any point during the night. She, yep. she sleeps all day. So it's it, it, nights and days are mixed up right now. It's okay. Um, anyway, we do have a great show for you. Uh, we'll tell you that in the second hour, we'll get one of those famous Chris has something to say. Oh boy. Segments. A uh, couple of things. I know Mo's interested to hear about, uh, or probably interested to talk about one of those, those issues. Um, also, <laughs> I want to get your thoughts on this uh, this Alvin Kamara deal. Have you guys seen his Twitter that he's living in Montana and like just <laughs> chilling up there? This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Please go look at Alvin Kamara's Twitter. It's fantastic. We'll talk about that. J.J. Watt, where he ended up and why and all of that. It's also Top 5 Tuesday where we will talk about our top five favorite free restaurant breads. That there we is go. going to be one you definitely don't want to miss. We all may so have that's the, all, We all may have the same number one on this one. We all may have the same number one. Um, There's some. That's on the second hour today. Second hour there, and uh, later this hour we will get to some region uh, action. Talk about what Mo saw last night over in uh, the borough. We'll probably talk about some. 11 AAA action with Joe Williams in the second segment as he's uh, going to join us as he does each and every Tuesday or every other Tuesday uh, from the Williamson Herald. We'll talk about Brentwood's new volleyball coach, all that coming up later this hour. So plenty of stuff to talk about. Really excited about getting this Tuesday show on the way. So thank you guys for hanging out with us again. Like Mo said, thanks to our friends down in Franklin County on WZYX, the Eagle. Before we get to a quick break, we're going to do our favorite first segment tradition. It is the rundown. Is the rundown. This is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor. IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. In Region 4 AAA girls quarterfinal play last night, um, Columbia Central did travel to Blackman and fell 63-36. Also in Region 4 AAA, it was Coffee County 54, Rockvale 27. Oakland defeated Lawrence County 51-33. And Tullahoma fell to Riverdale 45-35. In Region 6 AAA, the semifinals, girls' action, Cane Ridge bested Brentwood 63-60 and Page a 47-31 win over Hillsboro. In 6 AA action, it was Stewart County 57 and Community 53 and Fairview fell at Creekwood 67-34. In Region 4A, girls' semifinal play, Fayetteville defeated Eagleville 49-37 and Huntland, the Lady Hornets, with a 66-36 win over Moore County. In Region 5A, girls' semifinal play. It was Houston County 56, Hampshire 33, Richland falls at home to Joe Burns 
58-53. In Region 6A, the girls' semifinals, another Loretto Summertown matchup sets up as the Lady Mustangs won at McKenzie 66-54. Summertown doubled up visiting Huntington 72-36. And in boys' action last night, Region 4 AAA quarterfinals, Columbia Central fell to Blackland 55-44. Coffee County, a 64-56 winner over Riverdale. Siegel, 77, Lincoln County, 42 and Stewart's Creek, a 68-50 winner over Tullahoma. In Region 4 AAA girls semifinals action tonight, Riverdale travels to Blackman and Oakland goes to Coffee County. In boys Region 6 AAA semifinal play tonight, Ravenwood goes to Cane Ridge. Brentwood is at Franklin. Now, let me make sure I'm right. Are the boys Region 4 AAA semis tonight as well or no? Yes, they are tonight. They are. So that's going to be... Siegel and Stewart's Creek and Blackman versus Coffee County. Is that correct? I believe, yes, that is correct. All right. Just that making sure correct. we got that in. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, they... they They've got that compressed schedule because they backed their um, quarterfinals up to tonight, last night, boys and girls. So, yes. Makes sense. All right. So, in Region 6 AAA semifinals as well, it'll be Ravenwood at Cane Ridge and Brentwood at Franklin. And in the 6 AA semifinals, it's Marshall County at Community and Murfreesboro Central at Creekwood. In Region 4A boys semifinal play tonight, Moore County goes to Eagleville and Cascade plays at Fayetteville. In the Region 5A semifinals, Cullioka travels to Joe Burns. Richland hosts Houston County. And in the Region 6A boys semifinals, Huntington goes to Loretto and Summertown will travel to West Carroll. There it is. That is your Tuesday rundown uh, presented by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald about some hoops and volleyball and much more all when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay tuned. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. 
Chris Yow, Mopat, and J.P. Plant with you here on WKOM. Also on WZYX down in Franklin County. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us, tuning in. If you're on Facebook, we are on Facebook Live, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. Follow us there. Give us a like, and we would love to interact with you. Just comment on that video, and we'll be happy to interact with you, like I said, on Facebook. So also on Twitter at SM underscore TN sports. You can find us there as well. We'll be happy to take your comments and your questions and we'll talk about them here on the show. If you so choose right now, though, we're going to bring in as we do each Tuesday, our friends from the Williamson Herald this week on the parks motor sales hotline. We have Joe Williams who joins us every other week brought to you by the Williamson Herald, the, leader in print and digital sports coverage in all of Williamson County. The only print coverage of high school sports in Williamson County. So make sure to check them out. WilliamsonHerald.com. Subscribe. They are the best at what they do. Joe and Charles do a great job over there. So this morning we welcome in Joe Williams. Joe, what's going on? Good morning, Big Daddy. (laughs) <laughs> that's how it goes i guess i am now <laughs> i'm certainly big and a dad so you. we might as well put them together thank you i exactly. appreciate it mr mr Patton, sir mr williams good morning always good to talk to you how's how's things on ralston lane this morning uh well at least i can see the asphalt <laughs> Mo out here doxing people. (laughs) It's it's a long street, man. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me. Sometimes uh, it's a drag strip. uh, Oh, wow. I bet it is. Yeah. And Joe Joe never stands outside and goes, slow down. Stay off my lawn. (laughs) Never. Tell you what. Just to get off the tangent here, but years ago when the kids were playing softball, I had a radar gun because one was a pitcher. And it was, it was fun to sit out on Ross and sit behind the bush and just kind of hold it out. That's great. <laughs> just for meanness. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, the way Joe gets his his jollies is a little different than a lot of us. Not in a bad way, just he's really, really creative with his sense of humor. And um, one of the many things that makes him fun. Well, okay. All right. You said that, not me. But yeah. We'll go. We'll go with warped, Joe. Before we um before we do get into a region six AAA basketball action, and we do want to do that. Some news came down yesterday out of the northern part of the county regarding um, a certain storied volleyball program, and I will defer to you to go from there. Yeah. Brentwood and at Brentwood High School announced yesterday that longtime assistant Kathy Cram will be replacing the legend uh, that is Barbara Campbell at the head of the, of the Brentwood uh, volleyball program. And, and, you know, just from a personal standpoint, I think it's a great move. Uh, I think that means Angie will stay around. They'll probably pick up another assistant. Uh, but it just kind of keeps things in the family. Um, and, and one of the things, Charles Pulliam had a great story. 
uh, online. I'm sure it'll be in the mm-hmm. paper Thursday. Uh, but one of the things that, that Coach Cram is planning on doing is leaving an empty seat at the end of the bench in honor of the Queen, Coach Campbell. Uh, and I just think that's, a, that's just a fantastic thing to do. I mean, come on, guys. That program has just been it, – it has been volleyball in Tennessee. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, and Williamson County goes, but but think of it, when you when you look at, at Kathy's pedigree. I mean, she she coached with Tracy Berry, who won four at Page and and one or two at uh, Ravenwood, and was in the finals. How many you know, how many times did we see Ravenwood and Brentwood in the finals of the state championships? Um, she's she's coached with uh, with Barbara Campbell. I, I, you know, she she's probably got two handfuls of rings already herself as an assistant. She really kind of strikes me as, you know, the Mickey DeMoss to Tennessee's Pet Summit back in the Lady Vols heyday. So, um, as you said, great, great hire from a continuity standpoint, I would think. Obviously, being the, the coach after the coach, capital T, capital C, is always challenging, but but just being able to keep that continuity, I think, is going to um, be very valuable for that program. So um, it's good that they were able to get that done fairly quickly, I would think, and, and kind of get that situation settled so they can go about their offseason and, and do whatever they do during the offseason to get ready for this fall. Oh, yeah. And it's just, you know, again, continuity. And I mean, let's face it, who who really, I you know, they, following following Barbara Campbell is, is kind of like following Mo Patton or Charles. Ford. Oh, stop Nobody it! That stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Don't don't ever mention my name and Barbara Campbell's in the same <laughs> sentence. That's that's blasphemy right there. But um, yeah, um, Barbara never got fired. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, different business, but okay. Yeah, shifting Ooh. shifting gears because I really don't know where to go from there with that. <laughs> um, Region six AAA girls action last night. Brentwood falls by three over at Cane Ridge. Um, I don't know where you were last night or if you were last night, but that score kind of jumps out at me a little bit. I mean, as we talked with Mike Strasinger last week with Sports Nashville, didn't really know what to expect out of the Metro teams, but this Cane Ridge team, regardless of how many games they played, apparently is pretty special. Look at the coaching staff. <laughs> you, talk, you talk about great coaches, and come on. Uh, Joe interview still there, correct? She is. <laughs> ding ding. Enough said, huh? Yeah, that, you know, that, that's next next question. Hey, yeah. No, I I was I was not surprised. A little disappointed. I I, I like you. I you know, didn't quite know what to expect out of the team. Um, but Cambridge is always going to be tough at home, and uh, you know, we may have peaked a little bit early. Mm. Maybe peak a little bit early, um, and that happens sometimes. But here's the thing, you know, going into uh, go, going into Cane Ridge, 
against a, a, a Joanne Tribune coach team. I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible. And, and I, like I said, maybe a little disappointed for, for Brentwood, but not necessarily surprised. That's probably a fair statement. And, um, and so the Lady Ravens and Paige will play in the girls' championship game. And is that tomorrow, Joe? Should be tomorrow night in Rudderville. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh at Paige, huh? Okay. Yeah. Paige, mm-hmm. as we as we mentioned, Paige, a 47-31 winner over Hillsboro last night in the region semifinals. And as Chris will tell you, strange things happen out on Arno Road, do they not, Chris? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> you, you never know what might happen over there. And uh, Paige just has they, – they've got one of those – those old school gymnasiums that when you you walk into it you you feel like you're going back into a different era of high school hoops and and they play a different style of high school basketball over there. Well, Ron Brock's got him on a roll. He's got him believing. Uh, he's got and the thing about it is he's got a young team. I mean, in, in all honesty, that's a young bunch. Um, but they're playing. They're playing much older than they are, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think there was a little bit of question of what they were going to be like this time around because they lost a big-time scorer last year, did they not, in Faith Wilkin, who's now playing down they at lost, Treveca? They lost, lost Wilkin. Uh, Delaney No transferred to Summit. Uh, so there were, you know, there were some questions, but they've had some kids just step up. And that's, that's the thing. It's one thing they've got going for them. And in many ways, I think they're, they're kind of like Franklin. Uh, the Franklin boys, and, and that is, on any given night, they've got about five kids who can burn you. You know, Ron was talking the other night that uh, at, at some point during the year, he's had six girls who have scored 20 or more points in a ball game. Six. You only start yeah. five. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you just – you have the usual suspects, but there's a long list of them. That, that makes for a tough scout, I would think. Well, it really does. And, and, and the thing about it is they are extremely unselfish. Uh, that's one thing that I've noticed in the, in the last three or four games that I've covered down there. They are a very unselfish squad. And, and it's interesting. I saw them back around Thanksgiving. They played down at Summertown, and um, Summertown got them. But like you said, they they are a team of versatile scorers. They can score both down on the block, and they can score from, from the perimeter. And so that can be problematic. And then when you talk about the number of different people that they have that can score prolifically, it – this should be an interesting ball game because we um we had coverage of Kane Ridge's region quarterfinals on Friday night against Spring Hill and this junior guard Jada Anthony went for twenty nine against Spring Hill in that win. So um you know it it looks like Kane Ridge is built around this young lady and, and so it'll it'll kind of be that one versus a bunch and it, I, I think that's going to be a, a pretty fascinating contest there tomorrow night. Yeah, and, and Anthony came up big last night, too. So 
she's definitely the one to watch out of Nashville right now. Okay. All right. And and again, Paige with the with the win over Hillsborough as well. Um so and and that's a Hillsborough team that um features Corey Allen, who a lot of area folks will kind of recognize that name because her father, Corey Allen, starred out at White's Creek and, and played at um at UT as well. So kind of the second coming there. But um Paige getting through there and, and getting to tomorrow's championship game. Yeah, and, and and I think the best part is uh, both of them are going to both of them are going to get one more chance. Right. Yeah, both of these teams but, will will advance to Saturday's state sectionals. the The winner will host um, the five A runner up, and and the loser will travel. So yeah, they both get one more shot, regardless of what happens tomorrow night. Is it wrong if I still call it the sub state? <laughs> or does it just feel my age? You know, you I I have to be careful with throwback terms because I get talked about for being old and that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean substate feels a lot more comfortable to me. I don't know when sectionals became the thing. And it's the same game, but um no, you blank you blame Gene Hackman and Hoosiers. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I I used to I, I used to you know be so concerned with that because you know obviously we've talked in Alabama we don't have that kind of stuff so when I would see sectionals and all this other stuff I'm like who 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 has banners for sectional championships that doesn't even make any sense so mm. I, I, it's very odd but yes that that's exactly where it comes from is Hoosiers and well I guess it used to be a wrestling term too right is that that's a that's a wrestling tournament term isn't it ah uh, not that i'm aware of but see that, I, th- that I think it is anything. in alabama see oh, well, that, that just goes to show the, the differences there you go there I'm, you I'm curious joe exactly i'm curious joe your thoughts on um this this six triple a part tray brentwood franklin oh. it's hard to beat a good team three times that that is that is going to be a war. It is very hard to beat a team three times. But I got to tell you something: if Franklin plays tonight the way they played Saturday night, um, it, it 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 could be it it could be over early. Uh, I don't think it. I don't think it will be. I really don't because I think Brentwood will bring an A game that that we haven't seen in a while. But that Franklin bunch Saturday night was just absolutely uh, on fire. And another one of those deals where it was everybody. Uh, Taylor Spirito has 14. Smiley has 12. Matt Thurman hit six straight. Um, They just shot, they shot lights out from inside 15 feet. Wow. Um, It was just, and then, you know, and the crazy part is they, they bring in the, the young kid, the Blankenship uh, kid, uh, freshman, sophomore shooting guard comes in, and he nails three in a row. I mean, he goes three for three from the deep left corner <laughs> late, you know, late in the game. Um, they've got – the question, I think, on Franklin has always has been all year, the starting five everybody knows is as good as anybody in the state. But you're not going to win with five. Just ain't gonna happen. Um, so what have they got coming off the bench? And I think in the last three games, they've got 
to, you know, they've got three or four kids who come off the bench and really give them quality minutes. And I think that's going to be the difference as they go forward. They keep getting that. We are on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. And, Joe, um, uh, it's interesting when you talk about this Franklin team because you just mentioned um, Brentwood may have peaked a little early on the girls' side. It sounds like Jason Tigert has got the Admirals perhaps peaking at the right time. Yeah, I think they are, and I'm not sure that Greg Shirley hadn't done the same thing with the Brentwood boys, to be honest with you. I think they took the loss in the district tournament uh, as a as a gut check, and if they want to accomplish their goals, you know, it, and the difference here is tonight's game, it's not like Page Girls and Canyon Ridge where, okay, if something goes bad, we've got another chance. This is do or die. This, this you know, this is loser leaves town. There ain't no hair up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no belt. It's loser leaves Loser. There is there is no tomorrow here for the Brentwood Franklin loser or for the Ravenwood Cane Ridge loser. And I'm I'm intrigued by that matchup. Again, um Ravenwood going over to Cane Ridge, couple of you know, high level coaches in Patrick Whit- uh, Whitlock and Marlon Sims for the Ravens and um Cane Ridge with one of the top 2022 recruits probably in the state and Brandon Miller. Yeah, but you know, what? what is he, has he got a support staff? You know, and, and I'll be honest, I have not seen Kane Ridge's boys play this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not sure. I have seen Ravenwood and, and I can tell you if their head is right, they're, they're going to be a tough task. And that ought to, that ought to be one of those, uh, need to see ball games too. I hate both of these games are on the same night, quite honestly. Yeah, I am. Um, that Noah Clifford kid for Ravenwood, he's kind of worth the price of admission because you look at him and you see a defensive lineman, and then you see a guy running the floor and leading the break and making spin moves down on the post and that kind of thing. He's he's fun to watch, man. Yeah, and he also leads the league in conversations with opposing coaches. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Good, bad, or indifferent? Uh, a little of both sometimes. I mean, he's, he's a lot of fun to watch because he plays with a great deal of emotion. He wears his emotions on his sleeves. And, uh, I mean, he's just, he's just chatty. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's not anything <laughs> ugly. It's just, you know, he, he's chatty, man. I mean, he's, he's going to have a good time. You know he's there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Good luck. And good luck to the Raptors uh, scoring with this team. They're, they're definitely going to have to bring their A game on offense or their A game on defense because uh, Kane Ridge scores a lot of points every time out. So Yeah, they better bring both. Absolutely. Joe, you, I hate you don't, you don't want to get, get into just a scoring contest with, with that bunch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, clearly. Uh, it hasn't worked out from anybody else this season as they are undefeated. So <laughs> there's, there's that. Oh, I, I hate we have to cut our time so short this morning, Joe, but we appreciate your time as always and uh, all the insights you always bring us. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Guys, y'all have a great one. We'll, uh, we'll see you soon, I hope. Sounds good, Joe. Thanks. That's Joe Williams on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline brought to you each Tuesday by the Williamson Herald. Make sure to subscribe, williamsonherald.com, or give them a call, 
they'll bring a paper to your door if you're in the county. I'm sure they'll mail it to you if you're not in the county. It's okay. You want to pick, keep up with them? They can they can help they can help you do that. So, all right. When we come back, we're going to talk about some Murray County hoops because Mo got a chance to go see a couple games last night. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. On Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, weekdays from 9 to 11 right here on WKOM 1017, you never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices certainly in the Southeast on college football, John Bryce with footballscoop.com. We have with us this morning, Mike Keith, voice of the Titans. TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress. New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday. Mr. Jeff Perlman. The voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Runner of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. the teams you care about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris go back into the show appreciate you guys hanging out with us here as we are just about 10 minutes to the top of the hour coming to you on wkom wzyx down in franklin county and on facebook live again you want to be on the show you want to Tell us what you're thinking. We got plenty to talk about, and we'd love to get your thoughts on some of these different games that we've seen already this week and what we're going to see later this week in high school hoops. Just comment. Oh, looks like my dad saw the. Uh, if you, if you were watching on Facebook Live during the break, I uh, got a sneak peek of Charlie there as uh, her mom needed to bank a bowl of cereal, so. Uh, I got to hold her during the break. <laughs> JP throwing her up on the screen there. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, Chuck, be careful with my princess, Mm-mm. he says. Mm-mm. Watch out. Yeah. There we go. I assume Grand- he's talking about Charlie. The grandparents asserting themselves. Already. Yeah. <laughs> Two days in. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's that it is goes. how it goes, <laughs> without question. Hey, um, before we get to my – Blackman Central travels. Want to mention Coffee County's sixty-four fifty-six win over Riverdale on the boys' side. Apparently, snapped a long drought for the Red Raiders, um, according to Coach Michael Williams's Twitter account. This is the first region tournament victory for Coffee County's boys in more than thirty years. Also, his one hundredth 
career coaching win. So, hey, so <laughs> no better time to get it. Um, certainly, if you're sitting at 99, I don't think you want to wait till the off season um, and and the next year one. to get that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. He's just pushing buttons all willy nilly over here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Con- congratulations to Coach Williams and the Red Raiders. And I kind of got to watch the tail end of that one because the um, Blackman coaching staff was watching it back in the backside of the gym last night after they got done with their um, 55-44 win over Central in a game where Columbia Central coming off the week they were coming off of was impressive. Y'all, I mean, the 44 points doesn't sound necessarily earth-shattering, but when you look at that Blackman lineup that included a 6'8 Dante Stringer, a name that some of our listeners might be familiar with because his older brother, DeMonte Dixon, played at Summit a few years back. But um, you look at Stringer, you look at 6'5 Josh Alexander, and, and really there's nobody on that Columbia Central roster that physically matches up with them. Bubba Perkins tried. (laughs) He battled his fanny off all night last night, and I was really impressed by the job that he did in there, giving up significant poundage to those guys, but um, playing really hard and playing well. And Central gave the Blaze all they wanted, but down in the second half they just couldn't get a rebound for those two big guys in the paint. And – just a tough night for them in the end. Um, tough start for the Columbia Central girls. 18 first-half turnovers, trail by 40 at the break, and an eventual 63-36 loss. But um, I, I think, you know, obviously hope springs eternal, but I think there's really better times ahead for both those Central teams. A lot of youth on both those rosters. Yeah, you know, I, I like what Nick Campbell said. There's – Sometimes, and you guys mentioned this on Friday, if I could recreate my uh, knowledge, <laughs> and I believe the quote was, sometimes good coaching is uh, falls prey to better players, something of that nature. I, I think I it was something exactly to that effect. I, I think it was something to that effect, yes. And sometimes it just doesn't matter what you do. You can play as well as you can play, but the other team is just better. And I think that's unfortunately what Columbia Central ran up against. And and that's you saw why Blackman was able to beat Siegel and why they were the top seed coming out of that district tournament. And it just goes to show how how important district tournament play is. It doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. It doesn't matter. It's a tournament game. And, you know, I'm not even sure that this was good coaching and better players. It was just bigger players. I mean, if if Central can get a size matchup with Blackman or with anybody else the way they played last night, they've got a chance. These two guys at their size were just, you know, too much sure. for Central to deal with. They They just – couldn't it's like it's like q martin said you know there were rebounds that we thought we could get and they just snatched them from over top of us you know it's nothing we could do and and that's you know one of the unfortunate parts is because even if you block out you know just because you block out if they're able to go up 
and be higher than you, it's not a foul unless they push you to get to the ball. Over the so, back over the back is not a foul. You can reach over someone if you are taller than they are. That's and, exactly and, right. And you don't make contact. <laughs> now, there was some contact being made last night. I mean, it, w- it was tough. I mean, those are two pretty big bodies down there. And, you know, they did out jump central on some rebounds but there was there was a lot of contact down in the paint and not all of it was necessarily getting called but you know just comes with the territory tough night it, it certainly it, it's hard to make that call i mean when you're talking about six eight guys over who's the tallest player six two six three for columbia central maybe, maybe. six four yeah maybe bubba perkins so, is six three six four but so he's that, definitely I mean, the tallest go. yeah yeah. Uh, like you mentioned, you mentioned the girls' loss. I, last night when I texted you, you you were a little surprised by the Richland loss against Joe Burns. I was, I was not necessarily surprised by that loss. Well, you saw I, Joe like Burns. I told you, mm-hmm. I've seen Joe Burns. Uh, they they're a pretty good basketball team. Uh, you know, they split with Houston County earlier in the season, who won that that district tournament, and then beat Joe Burns in the finals. Uh, they're basically 1A, 1B over there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, despite 33 points from Jesse Jennings, uh, Richland just didn't get much out of anybody else. I think they they finished, uh, I want to say, um, seven for maybe 11 from the free throw line last night. Uh, I know they were – I will just – I'll say this. Uh, Chad Hall was – said that they missed a couple of, of pretty big free throws late, uh, both of those coming from Jesse Jennings, unfortunately, who was 6 of 9 from the line. They were 7 of 13, so just barely over 50% from the free throw line. And that will that'll get you. I mean, if you make – those six free throws, you win the game, 59-58. Well, so. it, in Jesse Jennings' defense, she may have been a little tired because oh, when, you look, when you look at this box score, Richland scored 53, she scored 33. Three other players accounted for the rest of those. And so um, kind of Well, tough. she had 13 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm no, just no, no, no. saying that. Those that was you know that was what Chad Hall said. He said he missed some clutch free throws and a couple of uh, uh, you know buckets underneath, and that was the difference in the game. And that's unfortunate because we really you know we expected and hoped to see uh, hope hope to see Richland continue, but uh, unfortunately they will not as they fail to Joe Burns and Joe Burns and Houston County will play part four. Uh, yeah, Joe, uh, Hampshire fell at Houston County. What was that score? 50, 56, 56 33. 33. Yeah. Um, oh. We're on a break. Last thing. Uh, <laughs> Jesse played her guts out and was extremely tired. Couldn't have asked more, Chad Hall says. Jay Chapman said, that's what Hoonie coach finally realized. I can't coach any better and we can't play any better. So all I can do is watch. 72-36, Summertown over Huntington. <laughs> well, all right, Jay. then. <laughs> <laughs> just watch perfection as it happens all right when we come back we'll talk about a couple of things that i got a couple i got some things to say so you're definitely going to stick around on the top of the hour on uh, southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint it's going to be fun stick around <laughs> 